0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the latest edition of the M Squared Power Hour. I am one of your hosts, Joe Matthews, on the line. As always, we have Andy Minton, what's up, and our super producer Joey Emrick.
1: <laughs> what up, everybody?
0: All right, and we have a great show for you guys tonight, as always. And I'm going to go ahead and pass this over to Andy so he can hit you up times two with all of our contact <laughs> social media info.
2: You can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at M2 underscore Power Hour and on Facebook at M2 dot Power Hour. And that is also where you can find us on YouTube where this might be up on a video. Maybe. Possibly. And you can catch us on any podcast catcher uh, like Apple Spotify, Google, and others that I have never heard of.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Breaker Radio Head. I don't know. There's so many different.
2: Like I said, others that I've never heard. <laughs> <laughs> <of>. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so we're gonna kick off the show with a little bit of fun. Y'all ready? Because mm-hmm. we like to talk about nonsense in our regular lives. With each other. And so, a couple of weeks ago, a question was
3: posed.
2: Is cereal soup?
3: And we the threw answer, out of course, media. is yes.
2: We threw <laughs> it out on our social media. <laughs> and it was quite the topic for a little bit. And so, thoughts. Is cereal soup?
0: Yes. <laughs> this totally is soup. Because... Cereal by itself is just dry cereal, you know? So, you know, if you have a bowl of cereal with milk, it's soup.
1: <laughs> well, I was told in our post to quit being a non Christian and accept that cereal is not soup. <laughs> so. I'm not so sure the, what the two
2: have to do with each other.
1: I don't either, but apparently I'm a witch too, I think, from, from the conversation I had in that. But. Do you float? Have you seen my stomach? Of course I float. Because witches are it's made like of an, wood. It's an inflation
2: or like, float. Wood floats. Therefore but if you're so a witch. So does a duck. Is a duck a witch? But Or is Joey a, a duck? He,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I,
1: I closer to that, yes. But if Joey
0: weighs <laughs> more than a duck, then does that mean Joey's a witch? Because if Joey doesn't float, but the duck floats, like you know what I mean? Right. If Joey, if Joey floats, is one and the duck,
2: duck and he floats, that means he's a witch. Clearly.
0: Yeah.
1: But one way or the other, <laughs> Cyril is still soup. <laughs> cereal is a soup.
0: What is the wind speed of a? <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite movies. I love Money yeah. Python.
2: Yeah, oh, it is fantastic. <laughs> okay. not the topic uh, of discussion. So, <laughs> so okay, I, so we all three agree
1: that cereal is soup. Yes.
2: But
1: why is cereal soup?
2: Um, because well, before I get into li- that, it's liquid.
0: Yes. It's it liquid is a liquid meal. meal. Well,
1: yeah, but. When I go to the bathroom and my dog goes in and looks out of the toilet, does that mean that's soup too? No, that's just uh, water.
2: <laughs> it's just
1: water.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just water. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I was told, though, in one comment, someone just straight up just said, stop it. <laughs> it's like, just, I, I posted just it. stop and, it. Like, yeah, like, stop it. <laughs> With a little angry um, GIF, 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 I don't don't know which word it is, I always say it wrong. So, emoji, emoticon, something. I don't know what them kids put on there, but I was just told, (laughs) stop it.
1: (laughs) I will say, though, there is a catch. Because this is something that was pointed out to me by my brother, that we got into a 20-minute argument over this. Um cereal in and of itself is not soup. Cereal and milk together is
3: what makes it soup
1: because if you just take a bag of cereal and just eat straight out of the bag, you're not eating soup.
3: The milk is implied, yeah. Or
1: is it? It is. So you got to have the milk for it to be
0: soup. Yeah.
1: Okay. The because you fly. don't
0: You say I'm eating wet cereal. You say I'm eating dry cereal. And then right. you just say I'm eating cereal. But in order right. to eat cereal, there has to be milk, thus making it a liquid meal, thus making it soup.
2: Because if somebody came up to you and said, hey, do you want a bowl of wet cereal? You're going to be like.
1: No, I'll pass. <laughs> I'm, I love wet cereal, man. That's what I... Wet cereal, soggy cereal. That's what I go around saying. Eating soggy cereal today.
2: Okay. Join us next week. <laughs> when we have a, an intervention for our producer.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. I don't know who actually enjoys soggy cereal. That's...
1: Oh, I do. I Apparently, well, my, my
0: son enjoys it.
1: <laughs> Any cereal that has,
3: like, a ton of chocolate in it, I like it soggy.
0: Well, uh, yeah, Cocoa Puffs are made to, like, sit in the milk. Then it becomes chocolate milk soup. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate soup. Chocolate soup, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And here's my thing, because some people, I heard the argument that you can't call it soup because it's sweet but you can have dessert pizza so why can't you have dessert soup
3: exactly
1: and you can have sweet pea soup that's sweet isn't it yeah.
0: and then I also heard that you can't make soup with milk but then you know clam chowder is a soup that's made with milk isn't chowder a so, soup yeah
1: Yes, it is. Okay. I looked yeah. it up because I was in a okay. deep argument for 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so you're telling I mean, me this argument got so tough you actually had to bring facts into it.
2: I mean, yes. You, <laughs> Abyss <laughs> has milk in it.
0: But isn't a bisque a cold soup?
1: Or hot. Or hot. Bisque can be hot or cold. Yeah. But there are cold soups, so that even there then are. covers... Yeah. Cereal even more. Cereal cold soup. I had a really good crab bisque at this
2: seafood restaurant at Hilton Head one time. Really? It was really good.
1: I love crab bisque, man.
0: Yeah. When it gets a little cooler around here, like in July or July, January, when it cools off in California. <laughs> so July. Yeah. <laughs> no. Past we July, just ended our cake Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's no longer 110 outside. It's only 99. So we passed it, dear. <laughs> I'm always past the heat wave and Doris like, "No, we didn't." I'm like, no, it's it's no longer 100. You mean, it's 99. When it gets
2: a little cool out there and it hits 70,
0: um, yeah, it starts hitting 73. Hey, come on now. It gets down to the 50s and Oh my
2: gosh.
0: Yeah, I, and that's when I throw on a hoodie to go with my shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> A California winter outfit. A hoodie with shorts and flip flops.
2: That's our fall for outfit. Me. My fall <laughs> outfit. Sometimes for my me, that's my summer for outfit. Me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, finish your, finish your sentence. We've got other things to talk about.
0: Let's talk about other things.
2: No, go ahead. Finish what your thought is.
0: Well, no, I'll I was going to say, like, I enjoy it being cold. My wife hates it. So if it hits the 60s, you would think she's in two feet of snow. She is bundled from head to toe, and just – it's pretty funny. So So she did
2: not enjoy East Tennessee winter.
0: She did not enjoy East Tennessee winter at all. Matter of fact, she never left the house during East Tennessee winter. So (laughs) – and our first winter there, it was 18 the entire time. So, yeah, we weren't happy with that.
1: Oh, man. So, Andy, what else do we got to talk about today? Okay.
2: So, <laughs> I wanna sh- Okay. So we're going to jump in. On a serious note, we're going to jump in the yes. third, third commandment, okay? But there's something I want to talk about, and we can wait until next week to talk about it deeper when more news that comes out about it. But in Georgia, the U.S. Marshal Services, along with local police departments and things like that, Uncovered, rescued 39 minors that were either waiting, being prepared, groomed, whatever you want to call it, or already had been sold in sex trafficking.
3: And the thing I want to talk, and the thing that just
2: always blows my mind is stuff like this is
3: never covered in the news.
1: Yeah, it's, it shocks me that it's not, but I get excited hearing when, hearing this, but not excited for the fact that it was happening, but excited that it got solved and 40 kids get to go back to their parents.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, this needs to be national headline. Like this needs to be everywhere for people to see it because yeah, that's, that's 39 lives that were just changed. You know, obviously they're going to be scarred from what they've gone through up until this, but that's 39 people that were saved. That's 39 people who have a second chance in life to have as normal life as possible. Um, as a parent, it's heartbreaking. Like I get so angry when I see this stuff is going on, and I, I'm so happy for the families who are getting their children back. So happy for the right. children who are going to be free. But um, it really angers me to think that we're we live in a world where, you know, somebody can not value human life. They they have they they care so little that they'll just stuff 39 children in a freaking container. Sorry, I'm like,
3: <laughs> no, I got <laughs> you. you. Know, yeah.
0: All yeah, right. <laughs> and 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 do this and not care. All they care about is money, yeah. and like it brings tears to my eyes because, like, how how can this happen? How can people yeah. just not value another human life, and especially a child and injure a child? And man, like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm I'm like this is bugging yeah. me. You know, just yeah, uh.
2: and yeah, and the, you know, and the thing is, like, it's, it's not talked about. Um, and you know, and 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 we talk a lot about slavery in America and how horrific it was, which is true. I'm not saying that's not. But now there are more minors in technically that are are in slavery now in the sex trafficking rings around the world than there were slaves
3: during you know, during that era. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, there are a lot of things that should be, there are a lot of injustices in the world. Um, And they should all be talked about. And this is one that definitely, and sex trafficking is one that definitely should be covered more.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it
0: should be. It should be fought against more. It should be brought on the, the forefront. Um, like, all the stuff, like, here's something I that just popped in my head, and I, I think this is crazy, that we probably do more training of our kids about um, school shooters than we do how not to get kidnapped. We, you know what I mean? It's Because right. children are getting kidnapped. Children, you know, this stuff, you know, somehow they're ending up in these people's hands. And we do less education on, on for our children and our daughters and our families on how to protect yourself than we do like, hey, if somebody's shooting in the classroom, lock the door. And to me, I you know, school shootings are crazy, but this other thing happens every single day. Right. You know? What do they say? Like, I don't know, every so many seconds a kid's kidnapped or ends up in, in you right. know the slave trade, the you know, human trafficking. And nobody talks about it, nobody's educating our kids about it, nobody I guarantee if you ask somebody, you know, how many kids disappear every day, because I don't even know off the top of my head, you know, they can't tell you and they can't, they don't know how big of a risk yeah. it is, yeah. you know, and that's frustrating. It's, yeah. it's sad. And Maybe something to start doing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's yeah. a big topic here in Knoxville because, um, and like it's prevalent here in Knoxville because of, I mean, we have two major interstates. Where I mean, if I hop on one, I can go anywhere in the country. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm three hours away from Atlanta, which is one of the most one of the biggest international airports in the country, uh, which is a hub for this. And so it's just crazy. Um. Anyway, I'm glad the kids are home safe. Uh, there's still a lot of work to be done in this area. Uh, yeah. I just I don't, I don't you know there are a lot of things that we need to talk about, and this is one of them that unfortunately doesn't get talked about enough.
0: And I, I just looked at it real quick. Um, in the US, an estimated 460,000 kids go missing every year. Yeah. You know, who, no, who knows how many of those? 460,000.
2: 460,000. 460,
0: yeah.
1: Wow. Man. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. You know,
1: when and, I, oh.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, and this is something I know we've talked about this together as a group of guys I don't remember if we talked about it on air or not but one thing to remember because right now politics and COVID gets talked about all the time there's other stuff going on in the world that you need to be paying attention to
3: Mm -hmm.
1: like don't get just caught up in that that you forget what else is going on in the world there's Mm -hmm. other things going on and there, there is stuff like if, because one of the cool things is a lot of times when kids get found through this stuff, it's because someone paid attention to a lost child sign or someone paid attention mm-hmm. and saw a kid that looked like they were scared or looked like there was something wrong. Right. And was they not comfortable with the adults that they were with. Yeah. 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 Be aware of that. Like, Pay attention. Because focus, and I, th- I think that's the key, is focus on what's what's going on around you instead mm-hmm. of focusing on what's happening to you. Be more aware, because you could help a kid. You could help, and even, like, and we hadn't even talked about this, but I'm going to throw it out there. Like, right now, half, half of Texas and Louisiana is underwater. Maybe not half of Texas, but... There's a big chunk of Texas underwater. There's a big chunk of Texas under, of Louisiana underwater. A lot of damage. A lot of help's going to need to go there. But I turned on the news this morning, and all I'm hearing about is COVID and marching and politics.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing about what's happening with the hurricane. And we need to we need to be aware and quit focusing on what what's going on that's affecting me but what's going on that's affecting others and how can i help with that
3: mhm
2: yeah and read other news besides what's on tv yeah
0: yeah and and don't just go to the websites that agree with your your political right. ideations like actually right. go and search to try to find the truth yeah yeah you know? um yeah
1: Okay. <laughs> and so well, and, and one more, one more thing too, we will post cause there are some websites out there on like missing, that have missing kids and stuff like that. We will post in the links, some of those websites mm-hmm. because, because we want to help mm-hmm. you out. Cause I know it's easy to say, look for this stuff, but there are resources out there to help you help the parents that have kids missing. That's so cool. we will have that in the links. Yeah for you guys
2: and check out our social media
1: because
2: you know we're we're kind of refocusing some of the things we talk about on the the podcast Um, like we're still gonna talk about sports um, but we're gonna talk about things that are heavy on our hearts yeah because we want to be a resource Um, and so next week I'm just throwing this at you guys let's spend part of the time talking about how what are what we use as society that puts our children at harm, preferably social media and things like that. So, we can talk about that next week. Um, but I want to go ahead and talk, jump into our, um, our faith you know, talking about the third commandment and not using the Lord's name in vain. And you know, when we're talking about news, not just reading things that. It, the things that agree with you, like I'm a conservative, so I can't watch CNN or whatever, or I'm a liberal, <laughs> so I can't watch Fox News or, you know, whatever. Um, not only do we have to do that for our news, but we, we also, in order to grow theologically and grow in spiritually, we have to read things and listen to people that we don't necessarily agree with. Theologically and doctrinally, because, I mean, we three do not agree on everything.
3: Um,
2: What are you you talking about? We are like the same person, all three of us. Well, we are a lot alike in some ways. Yeah. (laughs) Personality-wise, which may not be our most redeeming personality (laughs) traits. Um, But you know but theologically, we don't agree um you know cuz we went, we all we all went to johnson um mm-hmm. which and they, they they say they're non-denominational um but all of their professors at the time we were there had been or at least their bible professors church you know ministry professors church prof- whatever you want to call them um had been or currently were professors in the um christian church the restoration movement churches um stone campbell movement whatever you want to call it uh, we had to take a no not yeah restoration history class um yeah. so in at, at, at you know at, at school and so like you know i was I'm used to not being around people that agree with me as a reformed southern baptist there was not a lot of common ground with some things theologically um but i have but like you know but was, i met some great people there um, and a lot of the professors, even though I don't agree with all of them and everything they believe, I mean, they were a big impact on my life. And so we have to get out of our comfort zone and read and study things that are that we don't agree with. But I say all that to say, I think we can agree, but we should be able to agree with what the, what is said in the Ten Commandments. And we are in our third week of this series of the Ten Commandments. And so... The third commandment, Joe. What is it?
3: Um,
0: don't borrow something from your neighbor and not give it back. No, it's uh, don't take the Lord's name in vain, <laughs> or thou shalt take the Lord's name in vain. Um, yeah. So, I was thinking about that a lot because I was horrible with that as a young man, of you know, saying, "Gosh, darn it," <laughs> you know, and and stuff like that. Except for not saying "gosh," um. But then it made me think about uh, a few years ago, there was a singer. She professed to be a Christian and um, did movies and stuff. But she would say, oh, my God. But she never said the D and was like, oh, but it's fine. I'm not saying the entire word. And that kind of bugged me because I'm like, well, you still have the same intent. You know, right. now you're just kind of making a joke out of it. You know what I mean? Like. So I was thinking about that this week. I was like, you know, that really bugged me back then. And i think thinking about it now. I'm like, it's still the intent of saying it without saying it. Like, I don't know. What are your guys' opinion on that?
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to read the passage for this commandment, okay, the verse. All right.
3: Um,
2: and I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. Um, and we're in Exodus 20, verse 7. It says, do not misuse the name of the Lord your God because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished
3: who misuses his name. Let us pray. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, good meeting, guys. Yep. <laughs>
2: okay, but my thought is, and I don't think it is, yes, it entails using, you know, the Lord's name as a curse word. Um, but I also think that it, as invoking the lord's name in a promise yeah oh uh, yeah um like it's just not you and I and I like this and I like the christian the way the christian standard uh phrases it because it's not just do not take the lord's name in vain which covers the do not you know use his name as a as a curse word or whatever but It says, do not misuse the Lord's name.
1: So don't let it,
2: don't use the Lord's name to invoke a promise. Um, And that goes into being people of our words. Like if you are a liar and you have to invoke the Lord's name to get people to believe you, you have more problems than just misusing the Lord's name. You are, you know, you are not a truthful person. You're not a person of your word.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well I, I all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack real quick okay. back to what Joe was saying because I do think there is credence to what Joe was saying of if you're thinking it, like if you're if if and Christ even talks about this in the New Testament, just because you don't just because you do the right thing, if you're doing it for the wrong reasons doesn't mean it's you're you're still doing the wrong thing
3: Mm -hmm.
1: if you Mm -hmm. sit there and i i watched a video of a of a guy who a preacher got up and he preached and this guy's watching and like basically commentating on this video and the preacher gets up and a, a curse word comes out of his mouth and the preacher's like oh and like covers his mouth and he's like oh i'm so i'm so sorry but this guy that's commentating on it gets on and he goes guys here's the biggest problem a curse word doesn't just slip out out of nowhere it's because it's up there already Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you don't just misuse god's name or do it in vain whether as a curse word or as a promise like using god's name as a promise you don't do that on an accident Mm -hmm. because it's not up there it accidentally came out of your mouth but you were still thinking it. Right. And that that still is wrong because you need to be changing not just how you speak and what you do, but how you think.
3: Mm.
1: And we yeah. need to be, be rewiring our, our hearts and our minds on how we work in that aspect. Um, and then let me jump back where Andy was at when it comes down once we rewire and we work on that I think that whole misuse is because like when you go in and you make a promise in the name of God or even because a lot of times this was used as like in a court case if you were to go in and swear Mm -hmm. I swear on God that I didn't do this he's saying you were putting my name out there you better keep that promise like if if you're going to put mm-hmm. make a promise on my name, my name's on it now, <laughs> right <laughs> And for me, what I then ask is does this does this commandment come to once you are a follower of Christ and you take on the name of Christian?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're not living up to the name of Christian? Are you misusing
3: God's name? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, but but I was just, I was thinking there's a big answer Mm. to that one, but like none of us can actually live up to being a Christian. That's kind of why Jesus came to begin with, right? We can try our best, but we're all going to fail somewhere.
1: So. Yeah, but but I think <laughs> the the question is, and, and in this, because um, I've had conversations with different people about this. Me and my wife actually talked about this a lot recently. Um, there, there's a difference in someone who is repentant and trying to get past that sin. And people notice that, like people see, oh, they messed up, but they're really working to get past that. Wow. And mm-hmm. the difference between that and someone who just keeps doing the same thing over and over. And and to right. me, they use the excuse of, well, and this, I feel like this is misusing God's name. I, cause it's Well, at least it's misusing God's promise. Well, I can keep sinning as many times as I want because I'm forgiven no matter what.
3: Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the big difference. I guess I misunderstood what you're, the point you are making to begin with because I was like, when it comes to being a Christian, we're all going to fail. But as long as we're making the effort to be a Christian, that that's different than someone who's like, oh, hey, dude, I got baptized, so I'm going to go out and, you uh-huh. know paint the town red and purple and whatever other color and you know not even fire insurance
2: yeah
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah exactly they you know they accepted god because it's fire insurance yeah
2: well and we also had to remember the law okay was never meant to be our
3: redemption the law condemns us it it points out our shortcomings
2: Like, I've heard I've heard conversations of people and it's like, "I'm glad I'm not Jewish because I could never uphold the law." <laughs> Even people that were Jewish could not uphold the law. Yeah. <laughs> that was the point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was made, it was like God created it so that we are so that they were reminded their need for the coming Messiah. Mhm. You know, it was pointing to was like you're you're not good enough. You can't do it on your own. This is what you have like. This is what you have to do to be even close to being perfect. And you're not. <laughs> so, and it points, and that's why Jesus. You know, when Jesus came, I did not come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill the law. I didn't come to get rid of it. That points out your shortcomings. I came to make up the difference of your shortcomings.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think, too, because back then, the other thing, I think it's different now from then, was every time you sinned or messed up or broke one of these Ten Commandments, you had to go and sacrifice an animal. Right. As a way of repentance and asking for forgiveness. Right. To be honest with you, if you're get, if you're putting up that much money, you're going to get over that addiction a whole lot quicker than the guy that just goes and says, "Forgive me, Lord," and then can keep
3: going on their way. Yeah.
1: Well, then, um,
0: you know, you have the people who can't afford it, and they just stand and keep throwing money at it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what Jesus came back to and was frustrated with is the people that were able to do that, that weren't yeah. actually going in for forgiveness. And and that gets into that whole just because you're doing it doesn't mean you're doing it for the right reasons. Wow. Yeah. And there's an element of the prosperity gospel in that, too.
3: Yeah, not that I want to bring that open that box again,
2: but yeah, <laughs> there's an element there. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, but that's, like, the whole sacrificing, it was meant to be a punishment. You know, you give us the best of what you have in order to atone for your sins. Right. That should have been a punishment, and people weren't. They were like, well, the best I have is this dove, but it's not spotless. And then, you know, they're like, well, we'll sell you this dove. It's spotless because that one's not going to get you into heaven, and that's, you know, right. kind of the prosperity gospel. If you really want forgiveness, you got to have this, right? and then you'll get your blessings and –
2: and then the last guys took that same dove yeah. into the temple. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but back to you know, and it's and you know, and if and if we followed the, I mean, even if okay, in, during the time of when they were the Old Testament times, when they were when the law just first came, I mean, if they followed the law exact and sacrificed like they were supposed to with every sin. There would be no more animals like they you know, they would have starved.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: No meat. <laughs> We're all wretched sinners.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I will say this, too. The reason I brought that up was because if you if you read like the whole sacrificing and how maybe it forced them to take more stock into their sin back then in like to pay attention to the commandments. I think for us today, this, this third commandment, it talks about how for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. since we are using the name of God, of Christ as Christians, we need to, to take that and take it seriously. Like okay. that should be, That should be what drives us to not mess up. We are going to mess up and we step up and we say we messed up and we're sorry. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to make this right. We're going to, we're going to fix this. We're going to, we're going to do better. And I think that's, that's something that doesn't happen as often as it should. Um, And I think it's because we don't take that last part of that verse serious. We don't take the fact that God takes His name serious. So, because God takes His name serious, we should take His name serious too. Right, if that makes sense. Right. I feel like I talked a circle right there. No, you
2: didn't. But and if you (laughs) if we look even if we look before this, when God invoked a promise in His name, He did not ask the other party that He was making a covenant with to do the same. Right. Because if you look at the promise God made with Abraham, I mean, it was it was a blood promise because they took a goat, he cut it in half and God passed through. And he said, Abraham was like, he told Abraham, you can't do this. You cannot keep this. Mm. Your people will not keep this. You will fall short. And so any promise in scripture that is invoked in God's name is God invoking his own name because he is the only one that can keep a promise that is invoked in his name.
3: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, and I think bringing it all back to kind of even back to what Joe was talking about at the beginning there about your thoughts and what you're thinking and, I think if we start to if we start to focus more on how we think and we start to check our minds and we start thinking more about like am what i am what i'm doing am i am I honoring God am I honoring the name of God? I think mm-hmm. it's gonna change how we're doing stuff right and what' oh, I'm absolutely am I can I keep the promise I'm about to to make can I like just think through stuff like check your thoughts before you you speak check what you're thinking before you you put it out there
0: yeah and with with that it's just been something that's popped in my head right now is over the next couple months it is a huge time for our country but well, one thing we have to be careful about is let's let's be careful with how we use God's name. Like people elect government officials. I don't think God elects government officials. So I don't you know if somebody's not really living like a Christian, we need to stop calling that person God's elected president. Or God's elected this, God's elected that, because that's one thing that's really been bugging me is so many people go, oh, God put this person in this place. I'm like, what does that person really represent God through their actions, through their sayings, through how they represent themselves in life? And um, we're going to hear a lot of pulpit politics over the course of the next from now till November 4th or 7th, whatever day the election is. Um, And that's something we. Christians as a whole, we need to be careful about, too, is just because we like somebody and they might claim something doesn't mean they are something. So, um, you know, I might be taking people off right now, but we need to be careful with that Um, because, like, do we – we elect the president. We're going to pray about it. We're going to – but we need to elect who's the best leader for the country but not claim that person's God's elected leader because – Quite honestly for running from president, you're probably not God's elected leader because you've done some dirt that God probably doesn't appreciate for anybody we're gonna elect so
1: well, let me throw something out there on what you just said Joe uh <laughs> and I agree with you to a degree
2: yeah
1: <laughs> but but here's here's my thought on it it's It's not that God who is like, choosing this person because they're a godly person. But God, like, whoever is in power, God lets them be in power. But there's, the thing is, is it because look how many kings in the Old Testament became kings, and they were trash. Mm -hmm. Or how many times God let another nation take over Israel.
0: Yeah. Right. So then that's any president, so that's anybody who's in power over us, God put him in place then.
1: Yeah. And yeah. actually it talks about that in the New Testament is, but right. it, but it doesn't mean that they are there as to glorify God, to glorify God.
0: Okay. like, But that's what I'm saying is, you know, we get that, you know, God's in control of everything and that's not the statement I'm making. The statement I'm making is, you know, People look at certain people and they go, God put that person there. Well, maybe God did, but that not to glorify God at all because you know what I mean. That's because you know, no matter who wins the election then in November, God put him in place, and right. we have to accept it. But it's more of the we do not need to deify people yeah. and say that, that they are. You know they're, they're God's chosen elect, like they're leading us into greatness when they may or may not be, and we're no, voting just because somebody says I'm a Christian.
2: There were people <laughs> that got put in power that led His people to destruction. Yeah, or not destruction, because God's people were never destroyed, but into slavery and captivity. But anyway, in the hardship. Hey. Just a preview of an episode in November. Yeah.
0: And and that's not like a political view of mine. Like I'm not going to say who I, I do or don't endorse because, believe me, like politicians are politicians. Um, there's stuff I like about them, stuff I don't like about them. I just don't like when we use God's name to say like um, this is God's chosen this and you look at somebody and you're like, well, I don't think that person does a very good job of glorifying God. Right. And they're – but when they say they're their chosen person, that's how they, they're representing it, and you're like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. – Yeah.
1: They they may be God's chosen person as in they're like the Philistines that God sent to, to destroy all right. Christians. Not God's chosen as in they're right. Moses coming to save
0: Right. Exactly. Christians. Yeah. Thank you. That's the analogy I was trying to make. Or... But I was <laughs> way off that... on making it.
1: Caesar was,
2: (laughs) he didn't have time to think through it (laughs) before it came out. Yeah. Or the fact that God put Caesar in power over Rome, who just so happened to have, be the ruling country over Israel at the time of Jesus' life, you know. Right. But anyway, but anyway, like I said, preview to our (laughs) post-election episode. And I can confidently say that this podcast will not be endorsing either candidate.
3: <laughs> no,
0: no, no. No. Or a third party. We are
2: Yeah. We're not endorsing anybody. No. We are voting, or at least I'm voting. Not endorsing.
0: Yeah, yes. we're we're all okay. voting.
1: Okay. So. And again, to, to close out, we want to bring it back to Check your thoughts. Check check what you think about. Alright. Because even though it might not slip out today, if you're still thinking about it, it's going to slip out eventually. It, it, yeah. So start working on your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Start working on what you're thinking about and what you're saying. Because that's the other biggest issue is we just blurt out half the time what's on our minds. And that's what gets me in trouble a lot. So mm-hmm. I say that as in something yeah. I deal with. I think Are that you might be a personality trait no. that all three of us deal with. <laughs> But, <laughs> but I, I think I, I just want to challenge you all to that. I think we all three want to yeah. challenge you to that, and challenge each other mm-hmm.
0: to that.
2: Right.
1: Andy, you want to close us out with prayer? Today? Yeah, yeah. And we and
2: and before that, we have to remember that you know as we're going through the Ten Commandments, the first four are about our relationship with God. You know, and so this is, you know, wh- how we use the Lord's name is more about our relationship with God than it is other people. Um And so, anyway, on that note, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today, the opportunity we have to gather, discuss um, your word and share what's on our hearts. Um, Father, I'm, I'm thankful for the um, law enforcement and. Uh, different agencies that work together um, to rescue uh, 39 minors from a, um, from a life of uh, ultimately destruction and um, wickedness that they were put into, not by their own choosing. Um, I, pray in a, in a, I pray for our country as we are going through um, a crazy time right now with. Um, with a pandemic and just other things going on in our country. Um, and as 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 we go to the polls in a, in a, in a month or two, and uh, I pray that as we as believers prayerfully uh, seek you before we go into a voting booth, um, whatever that looks like, whatever that outcome is that we do so prayerfully that we seek you and not just in voting, but all that we do. And I pray that you continue to change our lives, change our minds, uh, so that the things that are going on in our head, when they come out, they are life-giving and that they do glorify you. In your name I pray. Amen.